Hey sisters, and welcome to the Rhythms of Intent with MG podcast. My name is Marley Grace, and I'm super excited that you are here. This community was created to facilitate sisterhood in the body of Christ and learn how to develop intentional rhythms with God. It is my heart to walk alongside each of you and provide helpful conversations so that you walk away knowing you are worthy. So get comfy, grab a cup of coffee, and let's jump in today's conversation. Well, howdy, everyone. Welcome back to Rhythms of Intent with MG. This is MG here, and I'm super excited to introduce you guys to this conversation today. I have my two really good friends, Teddy and Tom, coming on the podcast today. And guess what? Yes, they're boys. Believe it or not, the sisterhood is going to have some brothers joining us. But really, I'm excited because we're going to tackle the conversation of burnout. And as we've been going through the series of The Ordinary, where faith meets real life, I think that this conversation is going to be so important important because it's something we deal with in this culture of hustle and hurry. We take too much on on our plate. So this conversation is going to be all about what it looks like as a college student to go through burnout and how to overcome it. A couple of things though. Happy Holy Week. I'm super excited. This week is something that I truly love and if you want to be a part of it in a deeper way, I have released a Holy Week devotional on Etsy for $5 and you can jump in literally today. It's going to be great. It takes you through the week before Easter Sunday and it talks about rhythms and there's just going to be a lot of really cool resources that are going to help you even after this week. So you definitely want to jump in on that. Also, please support me by leaving a review and rating this podcast that helps for this to just get more visibility and it would truly just mean a lot for me if you left a review. It takes literally five seconds. Please do that so that more people can learn about rhythms of intent. All right, you guys, I'm super excited to introduce you to my friend Tom and my friend Teddy. Let's jump in today's conversation. Welcome to the Brotherhood. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Welcome to Rhythms of Intent with MG. Clearly, I have some guests on. Tom and Teddy, these are my two best pals at Gordon. Um, This is where I go to school. So, Tom and Teddy, introduce yourself. After you, sir. Hey, everyone. Yeah, my name is Teddy. Um, I hail from Southern California. You hail? <laughs> um, <clears throat> I know Tom likes that word. That's where I was born and raised. My parents are from the Pacific Islands, but I'm at Gordon College on the East Coast. And Ooh, yeah. yeah, totally a God thing as to why I even moved 3,000 miles away from what I was comfortable with. Um, but I'm happy here. Um, I plan on moving here after graduation. I'm currently uh, studying psychology and uh, yeah, super excited to almost be done. Facts. Tom, you have to follow up. I don't know if I can, but I'll try my best. So, my name's Tom. I hail from Southern New Hampshire. Um, Yeah, I'm born and raised in Bedford, New Hampshire, just about an hour from Gordon. Um, I am a junior here at Gordon College. I am going to graduate in December. Party. Lucky. Um, And I'm studying youth ministry, and I hope to go into counseling and life coaching. I ended up at Gordon because... I knew people who came here, so I applied. This is the only school I applied to. Found out September of my senior year of high school and didn't mm. do any work after that. Well, hey. kidding, 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 <laughs> kidding. <laughs> um, no, but I love it here. I met my best friends here, um, including Teddy, Max, and MG. And I'm just 
blessed to be here. Aww. Wow. Love That's you, Tom. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Um, Tom and Teddy are one of few people that I would trust that are like close friends of mine to come on the pod. So Wow. And honor. MG. <laughs> I have a question. I have a question. Yeah, what's up? Did you ask us or did I w- or did <laughs> right. well, wait, 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 wait. Tom technically bullied himself onto the show <laughs> because he asked me we're in class together and Tom and I also co lead a band together and Tom, yeah, he bullied me. Bully's a strong me. word. He asked me persistently and I finally gave in and said, Sure, why not? Wow. We love persistence. Oh yeah. Facts. Mm-hmm. Well speaking of Tom and I doing catacombs, which is our worship team together, what are things that you're involved with on campus? Go ahead, Tom. Okay. So, yeah, I co-lead Catacombs with MG. I am Booyah. part of... What's up? Booyah. Booyah. Um, so, I do that. I'm also part of the residence life here at Gordon College. Um, I am a manager slash front desk employee at the Bennett Center, which is the rec center and, like, Follow sports facility man. thing on campus. Um, and then I'm involved in a church in Danvers, uh, Massachusetts. I play drums there. That's super fun. And, Yeah. Come on, right. man of God. Then I get coffee with people and talk to them. Mm. I love that that's a hobby. Facts. It really is. Yeah, I uh, currently serve um, on student government. I As um, Mr. Vice President. Ayo. <laughs> um, yes, lots of fun there. I, uh, As Tom mentioned, um, I'm also a part of residence life. Um, and I... Um, I also uh, help co-lead gospel choir. Wow. I love it. And I guess I'll just do a quick little rundown of what I do here at school and just in general in life. So I am an RA. Yeah, you are. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also lead catacombs with Tom, as I've mentioned now three times. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have several jobs on campus, whether it's chapel checking, Mm. being a TA helping with admissions mm-hmm. i also work at starbies oh good lord love wow. love that um i'm an intern right now for lisa whittle which <laughs> is literally the most amazing thing in the entire world and i run rhythms of intent so yeah super fun mgm tired just I, listening to that's a great that's Whoa. a great segue right. um <laughs> speaking of tiredness come so on clearly all of us are pretty busy or I don't know if we've used the word busy, but our plates are full. Mm. It's I like, like that. It's mm-hmm. like a Thanksgiving. That's good. <sighs> you just don't leave any room. Well, Zero. Except or for the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So I would say that we all kind of understand this word, burnout culture. And mm. I'm curious, when I first said that, what came to mind? What were your first thoughts? A fire pit. Mm. Take I'm, us there, Tom. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. Take, take us no, I'm kidding. Uh, burnout. It's the unnecessary rush of everyday life. That's good. Teddy? Yeah, I really appreciate you making that distinction, MG, um, between busyness and then just having um, your, your plate full. Uh, right. Because I, I think for me, I've when I think of burnout, I actually think of busyness and busyness being something that's unhealthy. Busyness um, being something that's unhealthy for us, but really trying to lean more into productivity and, um, yeah, leaving margin. 
Yeah, for sure. I think of it kind of going back to that plate analogy. Burnout culture is where you have, you know, maybe like a salad plate or a dessert plate, but you're filling it with like, I don't want to say bad food, but say you're at the course one of Thanksgiving because, Mm. man, that's apparently all I can think about is food right now. (laughs) Amen. So you're at at course one Thanksgiving. Everyone sits down and they have their turkey, their mashed potatoes and gravy, all the things. Mm. And you decided Mm. I'm going to get a salad plate and fill it with chocolate chip cookies and maybe like crescent rolls. Hey, (laughs) yeah, sure. And one like sliver of turkey, but there wasn't enough room on your plate for all the goodness that was prepared. Whereas a healthy rhythm of life, perhaps you have a bigger plate and you're just managing what is on there a little better. I will say though, that there's so much value to be found in the analogy that you were just using. And I'm just thinking of, a whole host of things that isn't just burnout, but I, I love yes. that. Yeah. yeah. So I have gone through burnout. Um, so a little bit of my story is yes, I, I have a pretty full plate and thankfully I'm in a season where that is pretty normal for me and manageable. So it, it's not necessarily quote unquote busyness um, that I experience in my life. I experience a lot of fullness and I've learned like what, deserves more priority on my on my plate if we're Mm. just gonna continue with that analogy but my sophomore year of college I was pretty deep off the deep end with burnout in fact like kind of crashed and burn I feel like and just didn't really know what to do Mm. um because I was so busy with so many things because I like having my hand in all the pots trying to figure out like what more can I do but my mindset was about what more can I do instead of what can I do well, which I think is the mind shift change. But mm. I was exhausted. Like every moment I could, I was in my room taking a nap, sleeping. Mm. Um, it, it really hurt some friendships and, and mm. relationships made things tense. And it just, uh, overall, it sucked. So mm. this is just like my conversation of I want to hear, and I know there's a lot of young adults around the world who experience burnout as well, whether that's in college or after. But um, this podcast episode is just to kind of have a, an open dialogue and conversation about burnout in a way that is um, applicable and practical that's to good. the young adult, I mean, and beyond. So I'm curious, have you guys experienced burnout or is it something that um, you resonate with? Personally, I don't really think that I've encountered burnout directly um but i've had friends like umg or teddy um who might have experienced burnout um but i think it's interesting um but i like to i guess i like to look more into it and the reasons why people burn out um and i think it's kind of funny because like culturally like it we're like it's just so rushed right like there's a time frame on everything Mm. um and like it calls for us to be speedy, but, um, but what I've noticed in like being in college specifically with time management is that like Jesus and his example calls us to be slow. Mm. And in order to do that, we need to make time for the things that are a priority. And when you don't do that, then you reach burnout. You feel Mm -hmm. rushed, unorganized and all that stuff. Um, and yeah, I think just burnout is caused by like that, like there's a lack of awareness of your limit Mm -hmm. and of what you can handle, whether it's socially, mentally, emotionally, physically, or even spiritually. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And so like, there's been some times where there's been different levels of each of them for me. Um, and yeah, that's kind of my first initial thoughts on that. Yeah. I love that because, um, one thing that you mentioned was what can you handle? And going back to the analogy that you were using MG, we all have different plates, different size plates. Um, But I think we live in a culture that is riddled with comparison and me comparing my plate size to your plate size. And so then that reinforces this rat race um, that oftentimes a lot of us can fall prey to. Um, Just this, just this um, feeling like we have to constantly be on the go. We have to constantly be um, doing something, achieving something. And, and also burnout isn't just something for the high achiever. Burnout is, is something that pervades, um, all of society, all of our lives. Um, if we, um, if we don't stay tethered to, um, the pace that Jesus, um, not only talks about, but walks out for us. Yeah. It's almost like we talk and I mean, predominantly, that's what I experienced is that work burnout. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just reminded of a tweet I saw recently um, from Elon Musk that said, mm. I work 100 hours a week, seven days a week, 52 weeks a year. If you're not working at least 80 to 100 hours a week, then you're not really amounting to anything. And I mean, that's wow. that's kind of like my interpretation of the tweet. But, but what it said was, your typical nine to five, 40 hour a week job. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything because you're not amounting to really much. And mm. I just think that's so harmful to, yeah. um, like to the topic of burnout because it's like, okay, what, what am I not doing? Like what else do I need to do? Where man, like Jesus literally just walked with people and talked with people and that was his job. Mm. I mean, he was also a carpenter on the side, which we don't really talk about, but yeah, I mean, for three years, we see his ministry as just being relational and, man, like he took time to withdraw and, and be with the Lord. That's good, MG. Yeah. Have you guys ever driven the speed limit? Like actually driven the speed limit? Wow. On like the highway. Con- consistently? Yeah. No. Okay. I'm from California now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Texas, um, California, <laughs> speed limit. Who? Yeah. So kind of talking about like kind of, it seems like there's a pattern of rush, which then reminds me of hurry. And there's a great book out there from oh, a little bring it known on. Take us there. from a little known author called John Mark Comer. Little known. Oh my gosh, John Mark Comer! If He's you're listening best. to this podcast and want to come on and talk about all the things, hurry, and Jesus, come reach on. out to me. Yes. Facts. Thank you. Um, so anyway, I got that book for Christmas this past year, and ironically, I read it in three days. But I was not rushed. I sa- I just sat down at yeah. my tea and just ca- just read, um, and that was kind of. There's many different examples and like ways to put into practice eliminating hurry. Um, his book's called Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And one of these things is to j- actually drive the speed limit. And like he said that he like went in the right lane and was going the speed limit. And 128 is kind of the main drag mm-hmm. once like you're at Gordon um, in the North Shore. And it's 55 miles an hour. And I would find myself going 65 or even 70 at times. Mm. Mom and dad don't listen to this. Um, no, it's fine. Um, and, but like, sometimes I'd be like pushing 65 and I'm like, why am I such in a rush? I could have left five Mm -hmm. minutes earlier and went 55 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. And so on my way back from winter break, um, I went 55 miles an hour the whole time. 
and nothing in my life changed other than like it was more peaceful and I could just relax on the road. I set it, I set the speed limit to that. And if like we put that into practice with our own lives, like Jesus walked, like MG said, Jesus walked everywhere mm-hmm. and we're now running to classes, driving 65 miles an hour just to get a, to a place faster. I think mm-hmm. it's funny. Like when people speed past you, like on a regular road to get, just get to the red light. And then yeah. you like roll, then yeah. you roll up right next to them, and then you wave, right? Yeah. Um, but that's kind of what our culture is—is is just kind of rushing and speeding up in front of others to get to the same spot. But sometimes it's not even a good spot to be in. Mm. Um, so yeah. I'm curious. Have you guys seen in your sphere of um, social media or your the people you hang out with? Do you feel like this culture of hustle is common or um praised where you want to do it more or like i don't know kind of tell me your experience with what you see on social media or around you yeah um hustle and hurry is is praised a lot um at least in my experience uh, i i come from a culture um, i'm pacific islander and so um, yeah a lot of us are um laid back, chill. There's this perception of Islanders being um, sort of go with the flow kind of people, not really bothered by a, um, a strict time schedule, hashtag island time. Um, I love it. But <laughs> um, actually, I feel like hustle and hurry um, is something that even cultures that are perceived as go with the flow uh, fall prey to uh, just because we live in a world um, where a lot of who we are um, is associated with what we do and so um, there's this idea of okay I have one life I have 24 hours in a day I have to sleep um and so how do i maximize the time that i have which i i think starts out as a um healthy question but then we um begin to i don't know we start to think about um all of these different things um that we need to get done everything becomes an emergency um which i think um if I'm going to be honest, a lot of the the hustle and hurry that I've seen around me and even in my own life um, actually has to do with um, a lack of clarity and discernment on what God's calling us to do. Um, I think there is um, a difference for me between um, God things and good things and not that God things aren't good. But uh, for example, there are a lot of great opportunities um, at Gordon. There's a lot of uh, good leadership positions that you can apply for um but you have to do the hard work of discerning what am i being called to where am i assigned um because um all throughout the bible you see um, a ton of examples of people who um, could have done this could have done that but it became a matter of what were they assigned to do what did the lord have for them what were the good works that the lord had prepared for them way in advance and so for me it's like okay i come into um each semester each new year at gordon i haven't been doing a good job because y'all yes i'm burnt out real people Uh, real life yeah um but as i think about this my senior year i i have to think about okay in my last year at gordon what 
what is God calling me to? Where am I being assigned? It's not just about, oh, what am I capable of doing? What are all the things that I can get done in my last year? I think that's important because um, when I think of calling, and this is something that I feel like as you as you grow in your faith, maybe the Lord will reveal this to you. Um, but when I have recently kind of gone deep into what is even calling mm. um, for the body of Christ, there there's something that comes to my mind. And I, I kind of want to explain it because to whoever's listening, I think there is a misperception that we have to do something really great to amount to anything in our life Mm. or that by the end of our life, if we haven't done the next like big thing, then we haven't accomplished something. That's good. MG. So here's what I have to say. Calling is loving God and loving people. Mm. And that's something that is placed on every single person who decides to follow Jesus. Like that is the commandment he gives us. He gives us. Yeah. Purpose is different from calling because purpose is the avenue in which we live out loving God and loving people. Wow. And I think we often are like so entrapped with comparison and with this idea of influence and, and fame and being seen that we forget like, man, the little moments are like, that's how we sow seeds. Mm. And yeah. So I don't know, Teddy, like I know you're walking in a season of burnout right now and I know this com- conversation is incredibly vulnerable. So one, mm. thank you. But mm. I also just am encouraged because you're pursuing the calling that God has placed in our life, which is how do I love him more and mm-hmm. how do I love his people more? Yeah. And you can do that just by like having conversations. Right. So you don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. So if you're hearing this, you don't have to do anything mm-hmm. to live out calling. I also have another little fun example. So today I ran a half marathon. Woo woo. Yeah, you I'm did. I'm so tired. That's <laughs> facts. Um, so there were 501 people running this half marathon race this morning on a cold, disgusting March morning. Very cold. And I have been preparing, not like perfectly, but I've been preparing. And I get there and I'm like, why the heck am I about to like put myself through 13.1 miles of pain like Mm. this just sounds terrible it's windy it's cold I don't want to do this right um and I started running and and I was just thinking of different goals for my mind or for myself like oh Marley try not to stop Mm. well I stopped Mm -hmm. oh well and then it was like okay Marley try not to stop on the last lap okay, well, I tried that. That just didn't work because I was so tired. Mm-hmm. So then my last goal was just to finish. So I finished. Mm. Um, and at first I was really um, discouraged because I am a really slow runner. Like I will be 100% honest with that. And first place, the, there were three guys running and they lapped me twice during mm. this run, mm-hmm. like during this race. It was insane. Like they were booking it. Like you looked and they were like full on, focus, concentration, and in, and two out of the th- top three guys finished in under an hour and 10 minutes. Set a new course That's race, insane. which is wow. a roughly about a 630 mile pace, you guys. Hmm. Absolutely insane. If I told you my mile pace, actually I will. I, I pretty much doubled that. So I'm like, I have a solid like 1236 mile, which is just slow. But hey, we did it. It's your pace. And, and I'm thinking it's my pace. We were all running towards the same goal, which was to finish. Mm. We all finished wow. at different times. MG, you better. But it was the same goal, you guys. So, you know, I sit there and I'm like, who cares if I came in first place or 501? Like, right, right. Like, who cares? Because 
the goal was to finish and to finish well. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. Um, wow, so that, that's my little life application goal is whatever you so do, good. finish it well. Oh, <laughs> so good. Tom, so you talked about how you don't have, um, or you n- don't think you've necessarily experienced burnout, um, but are a friend of people who have experienced burnout. What is something that you would say to your friend, um, or maybe you have said to someone experiencing burnout? One, to just like kind of understand, or you want to understand, or two, like encouragement. I'm curious um, your interaction with that. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe I've experienced burnout and I don't know that. Um, That's fair. Mm-hmm. But from my own observations, I haven't. Um, but who knows? God does. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think just reminding people that like to breathe, I think people lose Mm. that sense of like necessity Mm. is like they just keep going and sometimes they actually forget to breathe and then they have a panic attack, Mm. which is not good for anyone. Um, But I think something that like I've, I have a life coach right now um, and kind of working through some self-awareness stuff and thought management um, and also energy investment. Um, And that's more of a productivity um, practice than, kind of like a spiritual thing. Um, so there's different like avenues. It's all connected though. Yeah, no, it's, it is all connected and I'm loving it. Um, and I think something that helps me is to visualize kind of my schedule and wow. visualize my priorities. Cause that will like visualizing stuff will increase the vision in your life to, like it. to get that stuff done. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I have a Google calendar. Um, it's like color coded, I kind of, I'm kind of a nerd with that. Um, I have seen this Google calendar and it's crazy, but it's, but it helps me personally like plan out my day, week, month so that when things do arise, cause days get busy with meetings and work schedules and classes and studying. Mm -hmm. Um, but visualizing it like brings a sense of peace to me. And that's kind of what I, what I tell people is to write down like what they have to do just in that day. And then the next three days and the yeah. next week mm. to really like pace it out. Cause when you think about it, like typically in college, especially at Gordon class schedules are relatively the same Monday, Wednesday, Friday, mm-hmm. Tuesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so writing out each of those days to visualize it will help, um, just calm down, breathe, yeah. slow down, and then take it day by day. Mm. Um, another thing is to figure out Sabbath. Now I know like that could be a whole other podcast, Ugh. Um, we love Sabbath. Over Sabbath there. is so good. Oh, um, yeah. but I think there is a false kind of, I think there's a false understanding that Sabbath has to be a full day. I mean, yes, it can be, it just doesn't have to be. There's a difference with that. Right. Yeah. Mm. Um, like personally for me, I Sabbath from different things, different days. Mm. So like Sundays, I Sabbath from academic work. I don't study on Sundays. Um, half the reason is I play at the church I go to, um, and when I play, I leave my dorm at 6.30 in the morning, and then I come back at 3, and it's a full day, and I'm white. And then we usually have catacombs. Right. Um, so I don't, like, want to have the time per se, but also, like, I need I need to rest in between that stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, so Sabbathing from different things on different days is perfectly okay. Sabbath can be a full day, but does not have to be. But then also, like, resting and actually sitting down and getting bored. I think, mm. like, boredom is such a taboo topic mm. and taboo subject that is lost with social media. Because, like, when you're, what do you do when you have nothing to do, Teddy? Talk to me. I'm on, they're scrolling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
You're on the Instagram. I know you. Hot take. Um, <laughs> How many of you guys watch Netflix and scroll at the same time? Or YouTube and scroll? It's bad. Yeah. So bad. Yeah, we like, can't focus. Like, why do we need two screens? Mm-hmm. You shouldn't even have smartphones. Right. Go back to the flip phone. That's what flip oh. phone. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, anyway, but all all that to say is that get bored because boredom breeds creativity, mm. and that can lead to whatever you want to do. Right. Like that. That can lead to starting a podcast, starting mm. a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. starting a book. Mm. Ooh, reading's good. Oh, yeah. I love reading. Me too. So anyway, so that's kind of my, like, how I put it into practice in my life. And I hope that people will do the same. Obviously, things work differently for different people. So try stuff out Mm. because you won't know until you try it. Right. Mm -hmm. So. So I really like what you just said there about how boredom breeds creativity. Mm. I'm actually really interested in that because I don't like getting bored, but I would find myself a very high functioning creative person. Right. So. I need to to process that one. But you said something about books. And I love books. I'm obsessed with books. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious, Teddy and Tom, do you have resources in general? It doesn't have to just be a book that you have felt really strongly tethered to or something that has been really encouraging um, in your walk with hustle culture and burnout. I know we mentioned the ruthless elimination of hurry. Tom, do you want to talk more about that? I know you're obsessed. I was literally just going to say three simple words. John Mark Comer. <laughs> yes. Literally every book of his. Um, so honestly, it's kind of funny because I think I read the ruthless El- of elimination first mm-hmm. um, in this little trio. And then I had Teddy read it. Mm-hmm. I was like, Teddy, you Sophomore have year to read this In book. the thick of it. And then Tom asked me about it. And I was like, Tom, you have to read it. Yeah, it was so good. Um. But yeah, like the I'm not going to spoil the book at all. Um, but just read it. Yeah, just read it. But essentially, there's a a problem in this world that JMC. That's what I'm going to call him. I think. Um, <laughs> wow, we're on first. Yeah. Nickname. Yeah, level. that's facts. Um, so like, J, like JMC, like calls this problem of culture as um, filled with hurry and rush and just like unnecessary speed. Um, and he like explains like with his mentor um, and all that stuff. But then he switches the second half of the book is pretty much him outlining, putting these things into practice. Like what I said before, mm. the speed thing with driving, there's a chapter called slow and a chapter called simple. Mm. Um, and living slow and simple is like what I strive to do every day. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean it can't be, like getting coffee with someone and have a class and study, but simple as in you have time in between, you have time to rest, Mm -hmm. but also doing things because doing stuff is good, but having doing too many things without rest um, is not good. Mm, So yeah, I I could, I would recommend that book to anyone. Um, But also like the Bible is also a good book. I don't know if you heard of it, Um, but there's countless verses and just like look at the life and ministry of Jesus. Like we said, he walked everywhere and he talked with people and lived life with them. Mm. Um, there was no constant texting or just looking at social media and seeing what people are up to. Like actually have conversations and invest in people. Because mm. um, that's what Jesus did. And if we're called to live like live like Jesus, then let's talk. Let's have these conversations and be vulnerable with people. Because um, yeah, that's beautiful. 
I love that. Um, another resource, um, and actually, I was just listening to a podcast with both of these guys, uh, John Mark Homer and Rich Viotas. Uh, I was pronouncing it Velotis, but JMC on the podcast that I was listening to introduced him as Rich Viotas. And so yeah, I'm just going to pronounce it. We sure. love Rich. Yes. I met him. No big deal. He's coming out with a new book. Right. Oh, really? Right. Oh, come on. And also, I brag to the freshmen and also the sophomores that we got to listen to him for our deep, our freshman year deep faith. Yeah, and he like just talked to students, right? And a bunch of yeah, right. it was oh, so good. Yep. Um, and it was before his book was released. It, it was funny how what he was preaching on was a setup for his book release. I don't know if y'all remember, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. it was amazing. Um, and so th- the name of the book, "Deeply Formed Life," um, and it just takes the reader through five transformative values of Jesus, um, and I think what the heart of the book gets at is that the exterior of our lives um, is deeply impacted by the interior. Um, wow. And Come on now. so um, a part of that interior life um, that we need to be working on is, is the internal pace at which we're going through life. Um, and as Tom was talking about Sabbath, also figuring that out for my um, own life in this season, definitely encourage you to figure out sabbath and just rest um but another practical that goes along with um something to address the speed the unhealthy speed we are all we can all go at um is silence i um as i'm sitting here thinking uh, speed is is actually closely tied to sound and so when i think of trying to discern or listen to the voice of god if we're going so fast it's harder to to more clearly hear what he's saying to us. Um, but if we take the time to slow our pace and, and go the pace that Jesus shows us in the New Testament, um, it's easier for us to um, actually hear those those words, um, whatever it is that the Lord may be speaking to you. And so um, a part of um, that unru- unrushed, unhurried pace of life is actually silence um, and practicing um Practicing silence as well as stillness, just this the mm. physical act of, of stopping. Um, my sister's visiting right now, and um, it was funny because um, she'll catch moments of me. We'll be, I don't know, coffee shop, in the room, wherever, where I'm just literally trying to still my body and just sit in the chair and just, like, ground myself and be still. And she's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm, like, trying to reteach my body because we're born into this world of like go 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 our bodies are constantly moving which movement is good but stillness is also good and just the the practice of silence and stillness is something that i have found to be um, truly truly beneficial you guys there is nothing better than taking a nap Mm. and knowing that the savior of the universe also took oh hallelujah like Goodness, it is okay to say, I need to go sleep because Jesus slept. Mm-hmm. Facts. Imagine that. Sleep is important. Sleep is so good. Right. Except and, and when there's a time change, and <laughs> which happened today. <laughs> yeah. No, let's not talk about it because I'm very tired right now. But, um, sorry, I'm just thinking about stories in the New Testament where Jesus is, lit- there's a crowd, and Jesus is like, I'm going to go take a nap now. Yeah. And the disciples are like, Dude, we, we have this huge crowd. And and <laughs> it's just like, 
wow to to think that there um is a father who's constantly taking care of his children and um and this isn't towards jesus because jesus is god but <laughs> that's a, right, right. yeah but this is just like for us like we if the savior of the world can rest in um the reality that um the world is going to um keep on spinning and that people are going to be taken care of like we we're not jesus we're not the savior of the world so we should you know get into the practice of resting because the world is definitely going to keep on spinning without us and people are, are going to still be taken care of um without us which is is honestly i'm a prideful person so that hurts my pride whenever i think about wow people don't like actually need me like the world doesn't need me which yeah i don't know if you want to include this in the podcast mg but i'm just like yeah honestly processing no that's so fair and i think it's so important because how often do we think oh my gosh Uh, and i don't want to say like what you do doesn't matter but like it's gonna matter if it's gonna be used by god that yeah you know so not everything in our life is going to be used by god explicitly Mm. but doesn't mean that you should be lazy because god so sees right right. um yeah wow this is a really awesome conversation speaking of sewing i have an example that's okay please do so um i was watching a sermon in the fall um and the preacher um used this example which i think is very applicable to sewing now and reaping later Mm. um like bamboo what I learned was that you plant bamboo, however you plant it. I don't know that specific, but um, you plant bamboo and it stays in the ground for three years. Hmm. Now, three years ago. What? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Three years ago, um, I was still in high school. Wow. You know, like three years ago, I was still in high school. And so it stays in the ground for three years. And then once it sprouts, it grows like multiple feet every day. So, like, sowing something now, you may not see it right away, but, like, trusting God, trust that Jesus has that, and then the reward that you'll reap will be so much better than you could ever think. Mm. Like, for example, in college, invest in people now, and then they'll walk with you in life. They'll be your friend later mm-hmm. when you're going through times of trial and all that stuff. Um, that also breeds patience, which... Today in society, we just don't have mm-hmm. like right. you're mad at the line at Starbucks for it to for it being ten people because you may be late to a meeting. Well, then make a K cup at home. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on, Tom. Like or like, mobile order or mo- okay, <laughs> but like there's like such a decrease in patience now, um, especially with technology. Technology is good, but it can also be bad. Um, but yeah, being patient now will just increase productivity right now but also later and create the healthy habits and rhythms Ayo. um rhythms for life that you know after when you graduate college when when like each of us get married when we each of us start our own families like mm. then we can pass it along to our kids and then like live that life healthy well, and yeah. just I don't know where I was taking that, but that's just final thought. But you took us there. Yeah, on that one. So do y'all want to hear like kind of a fun announcement? 
Please. Please. So I'm currently writing an ebook. <gasps> no. Algorithms of intent. Oh, this is the first time we've heard this. This so. is uh, MG. Which is going to lay out like what does it wow. look like in my personal journey, um, wow. but also practical application on rejecting burnout culture wow. and being countercultural. Oh. So first Come on. two people Marley Grace Rogers. ever to hear about this. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Wow. Well, that's coming soon. Don't know when, but it'll come. Coming soon to a computer near you. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect, Tom. Um, I need to be a part of some kind of book launch. I can help plan it. I don't know what yes. you need from me. This, this is worth celebrating. 100%. Oh, my gosh. Well, I was excited to share. So thank you, guys. Thank you for this conversation. I have one more question for you, um, and that is, because Rhythms of Intent, we are looking at what it looks like to create a deep, intentional life with Jesus. And, and that is through many facets of our life. Mm-hmm. What are you deeply loving and enjoying right now? This podcast. Come on. Like, are we, like literally right now, recording this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. No, but um, <laughs> but like in life, in everyday walk, um. I think the act of slowing down, literally not snoozing my alarm, mm. which I have not lately, um, but like, ta- like investing in yourself to be a better you, mm. um, but also just like living life with people. I absolutely love getting coffee with people um, without my phone on the table, mm. you know, put that puppy away. Mm-hmm. Um and just also, um, I know I talk about like drumming a lot, but drumming just brings so much joy to my life. Um, there's actually something that happened today at church. Um, there was a little girl, I, she's very young. Um, and she literally on like on the last song, she got up on stage on the platform and just started to dance. And like people, like wow. I almost lost it. Like it was mm. so beautiful. The amount of joy she had, um, because that's like childlike faith, like be yeah. vulnerable, like yeah. be you and just the joy that came from that. Like, I want to take that and practice that and just, you know, live in every moment and then joy will just come from that. Mm. Wow. Uh, <clears throat> so we are on our final day of spring break and, um, don't tell me that <laughs> For me, um, I didn't go back to California, but um, I did um, utilize the blessing of having a vehicle um, to road trip around New England. And um, one of my, I think my favorite spot that we hit um, was Acadia National Park in Maine. Yes. Oh, I want to go. And it just reminded me of how much I have found um, enjoyment in nature i think i was someone who i grew up in the city um and i love the city y'all i I want Mm -hmm. to live in the city but there was something about being next to these tall trees that had Mm. been there for so long um sitting at the edge of a body of water that has yet to run dry and i Mm. I don't know i just think there's just so much in nature um that i have found to 
caused me to deeply reflect on the nature of God and who God is. And I, uh, I don't know, I think nature has really done it for me in this season. And it's, it's been really helpful when it comes to just this, the symptoms of burnout that I've been experiencing. Mm -hmm. And, and in that, I really love finding natural places, natural acoustic places to um, also sing. I just love singing to the Lord, uh, preferably with, with other people, because I love me a good harmony. Um, Come on. I can attest. <laughs> yes. But um, just singing. And I don't know. I, I just, that's, yeah, that's where I'm at. Well, thank you guys so much. I want to pray us out. But before, where can we find you on social media? Um. So my first name is Teddy Max. No hyphen. No space, just Teddy Max, spelled as you would think it, Teddy Max. Um, but my social media handles, um, they're my first name, but with a added T. Like oh, a Teddy. To Teddy, yeah. To Teddy Max. To Teddy Max. You added an extra T on that one. I yeah, did realize on. that. <laughs> that's, for, that's he's for Tom. Wow. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> I don't know if she's going to keep that in here. But anyways, um, T-T-E-D-D-Y-M-A-X. That's Amazing. my Insta Snapchat. But I'm currently doing a social media fast. So Clen- I, as you cleanse. Say. Cleanse. Cleanse. I like that word. Oh, yeah. It's organic. <laughs> Tom, where can we... I don't know if anyone <laughs> wants to find you, but where Whoa. can we... I'm just kidding. Tom, where can we find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram or YouTube um, or Facebook if you still use Facebook. Um, well, at um, at Thomas R. Mailhot. Hey, God, I just want to thank you so much for Tom and Teddy. Lord, I just thank you so much for their vulnerability with burnout and their relationship mm. or their interaction with it, God. Um, I know that there are lots of people in this world that, that struggle with burnout and struggle with the culture of hustle. And I just pray that, um, through this podcast, they are given practical tips and advice, um, and a deeper understanding of why perhaps that they pursue that Lord. And Mm -hmm. I pray that it sparks conversation. God, I just pray over Tom and Teddy as they continue to rest and find rest in just different things of life. Lord, um, you're doing a great work in them and just continue to pour your blessings out over them. We thank you and we love you. You're my prayer. Amen. Thank you guys. Y'all are awesome. We'll see you next. Oh, Tom. Can I try something real quick? Hopefully this is going through. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Rhythms of Intent with MG. You guys, burnout has played a very intimate role in my walk with the Lord, and it is something that I have had to truly work to overcome. So any of the resources that were mentioned in today's episodes will be linked in the show notes. You don't want to miss out on them. John Mark Comer, Jefferson Bethke, these are all people who have beautifully written about burnout and have talked about the place that the Bible has in the everyday life. So as we're going through the ordinary series where faith meets real life, you don't want to miss out on these resources. These are real things that have helped real people. So don't miss out on that. Well, if today really helped you, I would love for you to share, tag me on Instagram, on Facebook, all the things. Um, Share with someone who would really need this conversation and the advice and the tools um, that are biblically founded and, you know, burnout's hard. So let's help another sister out.
As always, please rate and leave a review. That just helps with the visibility of the show so more people are able to know about it and be able to hear the cool conversations that we get to have. So please rate and leave a review. All right, you guys, I love you. You're amazing. Have a great week.